welcome to Love That Girls Within podcast, where we empower, equip, and reaffirm women's identity in this generation and the ones to come. My name is Lucia, and I am your host for today. And talking about today, uh, oh my god, I'm really so excited and honored because I have with me uh, in the room today, across <laughs> across the table, someone that um, it's it's a man of faith it's a man that empowers and it's a man like his walk it's oh my god it's unbelievable it's amazing he inspired everybody around him and uh, he passed he's the pastor here at city church chicago uh the church that i attend that we attend and i just really really uh, i feel so blessed right now to uh introduce you to pastor andrew welcome to love that grows within thank you thank you excited to be here no, I'm excited to be here. I was so stuck and so I was like, oh my God, Pastor Andrew, say yes. <laughs> so I was so excited. Um, so uh, Pastor Andrew, for those who don't know you, mm-hmm. uh, would you mind telling us uh, what do you do and yes. uh, you know, kind of who you are, a little bit of background and a fun fact. And married doesn't count. Being married doesn't <laughs> no, count. No. It is fun. <laughs> yes. I uh, bet. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Know. You will find out soon. You will find out soon enough. I'm sure. In Jesus' name. There you go. Speaking prophetically. Yes, I take it. Take it. There you go. There you go. Um, Well, I'm a pastor here at City Church. Um, Do a a few different things. Uh, My specific role that I am in right now is the uh, pastor development. So I oversee a lot of the leadership development here, and the internship, our partnership with Southeastern University, our leadership growth track, Um, and so oversee the writing team. Um, so really a lot of the content development. Um, and then um, sometimes you'll see me on stage um, preaching and teaching. Just bring in the fire. <laughs> so those are some of the roles that I get to play. Um, and a fun fact about myself. So yes, I am married. And yes, I do have three wonderful children. And that is fun. However, I will say that um, another cool fun fact about me that a lot of people don't know is that I've lived a year of my life overseas. So um, after... Yeah, so I've I spent a year in Kenya, or sorry, a month in Kenya and a month in Haiti as like a short-term trip, but I spent eight or ten months in Pakistan after high school. I lived there for ten months um, teaching uh, at an English-speaking school. I thought I wanted to be a teacher, but I decided I didn't want to be. We're but, thankful that Jesus led you to be a pastor. <laughs> yeah, it's teaching in a different way. Yes. But I thought I wanted to be a school teacher, and I decided that wasn't the route for me, but I spent 10 months doing that over in Pakistan. So there's a fun wow. fact. So there you go. Wow. I don't know what I can follow after that. Oh, like, stop. Uh, it's, not that, it's not that fun of a fact. It's amazing, like, overseeing, uh, like, being over, like, living outside, the, the, you know, out of, of your home country and mm-hmm. just in a total foreign uh, atmosphere I, that, that's that's pretty well it reminded me of Alex Miles like in the interviews like he loves mountains and everything yeah um, wow well that now you know that if you want to travel to Kenya or do like you know live abroad you yes. this is the pastor you need to many talk to sto- many stories many <laughs> stories yes Love it, Pastor Andrew. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. So uh, we've been talking about leadership in the past for the past two weeks, and I have um, the amazing privilege to be with Ebony Bell, with Lisa Morton. They've been sharing yeah. uh, leadership arising and the women's perspective and how they have, um, you know, maybe uh, 
how God led them to mm-hmm. to be a leader right now that they, in the place that they are right now. So um, I'm so excited to dig in, to dive deep into uh, leadership with you because cool. uh, yeah, we heard it before. Pastor Andrew here's like he he's a leader uh, in so many different areas and like uh, 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 I I just I, I I was so honored to have you here. I'm so honored to have you here because I believe that what you share and we're gonna share is gonna be impactful and it's gonna be uh, mm-hmm. helpful. Uh, it's gonna bless someone uh, cool. today. So uh, Pastor Andrew, um, for you. Uh, in your own words, how do you dis- define leadership? Yeah, I, I think you can define leadership in a lot of different ways. And, and I think when you start having a conversation around leadership, having a proper definition is important when you start talking about it. Um, all of my understanding of leadership coming into like a church community or, or where I am now was all positional. So leadership for me was, you know, who was your boss? Um, who you know, gave you your direction for the day in mm-hmm. your company. Mm-hmm. I've kind of adjusted and I've learned that leadership is different than a position that you hold. Mm-hmm. And so I now define leadership as influence. And I find, you know, in that way, you know, if you're influencing someone, really you're leading them in a direction. Mm-hmm. And so, so we all are leaders some are good leaders, some are bad, uh, because influence doesn't necessarily mean that you're leading people in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And some people have more of it naturally, and some people you know, have to learn what it means to be an influencer um, of others. Um, but that really is the definition of leadership, in my opinion, is how are you influencing people with your life, with what you're asking of them, with what you're doing, how are you leading people? Um, and the influence that you are exerting in your life. And so we'll probably talk a little bit more about yeah. like breaking that down. Um, but I found that leadership is really more just about the influence that you have in someone else's life. Wow, that was so... I was, I was thinking as you were speaking that so it basically starts from who, who leads you. And that in a fight of like who leads your life if you're mm-hmm. you know in Jesus so Jesus is your is your leader Correct. so then like if you are led by Jesus that will lead you mm-hmm. to lead others to Jesus as well but if you don't have if you if your core is not Jesus yeah. then if you don't have defined the path of uh, of of who who who's your leader like who's your you know the authority mm-hmm. above all like you might not you will encounter like bumpers or not like bumpers yeah leadership is a choice right so and what i mean by that is who leads you is a choice mm. see someone can be your manager someone can be your boss and there can be rules i mean we have a president right we have bosses we have uh, different structure and structure is fine and i'm not saying positional leadership is bad but what i'm saying is when it comes to influencing your life who you are how you choose to to do things um, we choose those people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it's a slippery slope. I get that because your situation in life sometimes dictates who has influence over you because you haven't your eyes haven't been broadened to what life can look like outside of maybe your small area. So, like, for people with parents, my, my dad and my mom influenced my life. They, they, you know, have led me to be who I am However, as I've grown up and as I've expanded my world, I've allowed other people to lead me because of their life is pulling me in directions that I want to, that they're influencing me to go in a different direction. Not different than where my parents led me, but just 
it's shifting my focus to who I'm called to be. Now Pastor Kent influences my life and I'm following him. He's my leader. I've chosen him to be my leader. Mm. And so that's where leadership is just different. Wow. Um, it's, it's the influence and it's the people that we allow to influence us and to lead us in the right directions. And sometimes your life circumstances open up influences that you don't want based on just that's your limited scope in life. If you had parents that weren't healthy or a marriage that wasn't healthy, they may have influenced you to avoid marriage or to avoid certain aspects of life because all your lens is is the people that have influenced you have pointed you in the wrong direction. So as leaders, it's our job to influence people in the right direction. And that's, that's where I get that definition is as a leader, I want to be an influencer, but I want to influence people into who they can be in the, in the right direction. And they're called to be. Yeah, and who they're called to be. Wow. So, yeah. Which prompt another question saying, this is probably not, <laughs> it's super random, and I'm going to put you in this spot right now. But um, is it... Uh, is, is it really important then to be under, like once you are, like you choose like under who you're going to be, who you choose your leader, who under leadership you're going to be under to respect and honor and be mm-hmm. under that leadership. Like pretty much like, I want to quote like uh, the uh, John Spivier, um book, Undercover, to be under the cover of Jesus because uh, like you said, he placed people like in, in, in um, he, he placed um, leaders, he, you know, he places leaders and, and, and um, he, he honors when we respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, being under leadership and being under authority is important. I 100% believe that. And I think one of the biggest things is that God like, kind of directs our steps, right? And you know, when I came to City Church, you know, I, I felt the Lord say, this is your house that you're supposed to be planted in. And so I made the choice. Now, obviously, God led me, and I think we have to be in tune with what Jesus is saying to us. But then... When, when biblically, when we choose to plant, right, we're choosing to plant ourselves in the soil of city church. That's where I've chosen to plant myself. And I've chosen to allow Pastor Kent to be my leader. Now, when you do that and you say, I'm under authority, you know, that influence that they have now over your life is not always going to be simple and easy. Mm-hmm. And it can challenge you. But any leadership and any growth that you have in your life you know, it's going to go through the, like, I need to change, and so I need to allow a leader to influence me to change and allow their influence to, to shape me and mold me into a new person. And I think a lot of times is we don't view it that way, and so we're less willing to be under authority underneath a leader. And I'm, I'm diving into something that I haven't really fully explained, so I don't want to go too crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 into it because I understand that it can it can get uncomfortable when I say just follow your leader. Yeah. Um, that's not what I'm saying, but I am saying when you choose to be under authority and it's godly authority, that their responsibility is to lead you in a healthy way. Yeah. Right? Because as a leader, in First Timothy, it says that you're responsible for your followers. Yeah. Right? You're responsible to lead them in the way God has called you to lead them. And so people that follow me, I'm responsible to lead them in a healthy way. Yeah. But so if I'm following Pastor Kent or I'm following my father or I'm following my mother, you know, my responsibility 
as a follower is to follow well. Their responsibility as leaders is to lead well. It goes two ways. It's not like, oh yeah, like it's your responsibility, but they didn't do well, like it's their fault. Like I felt it's like, Correct. no, it's like I, I, as a follower as well, I have to, yeah. I have and to keep, gr- I have to, you know, grow. I, I, you know, it comes first with the desire yeah. of growing, but. And um, healthy leadership, yeah. right? Even in the challenging growth seasons, you, you understand that it's all about the good of you as a follower being built and grown and challenged. Like build up, like that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like if I've got an attitude, a heart attitude issue, and I allow a leader to have influence in my life and they call it out, it's painful in the moment, but you understand that they're doing it for, for good. your good. Yeah. Wow. So. Thank you for answering that like super fly question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she fun. did not. She did not prep me <laughs> on that question, so I'm not comfortable answering. I'm just uh, moving forward, Pastor Andrew, um, if you could share like some, uh, you know, maybe top three, five core leadership essentials uh, with the audience that have worked in your life, and you can, you know, mm-hmm. to motivate other people and to, you know, just like to share like your yeah. There's there's a number of different thoughts that I have around leadership, and one of the things that I've understood is that leadership is not an option. And I'm gonna I'll probably explain this as well as I can in in a few moments. But um, if leadership is influence, we really have no choice but to be leaders. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we can be unhealthy. We can choose to do the wrong things. We can lead people in the wrong direction. And you're influencing people through negative behavior, or you can lead people through positive behavior. And when I came to know Jesus, I understood that my job as a Christian is not only to love Jesus, but to love others. Mm-hmm. And in that is influencing others, influencing them that they are loved, that they are cared about, that Jesus has called them, that Jesus has chosen them. And so I no longer feel like it's an option for me to grow as a leader. It's not an option. I need to grow as a leader because that's the mandate that God's given all of us is to grow as leaders that we're leading people and influence towards Jesus. Because if I choose to not do that, if I choose not to love people to Christ and I say, I just, I'm not a leader. It's not my gifting. I just, I can't do it. Right. The stepping back, you're actually leading people by showing them it's okay to not do what God has called you to do. And so for me, it's not an option anymore. Because if I stop today, if I stop doing what I'm doing, and I said, I just can't do it anymore, I'm not qualified, I'm not capable, my influence would be negative. Because Mm -hmm. all the people that had listened to me for the last few years, all the people that have followed me, all the people that have been inspired and influenced by my positive behavior would be now influenced by my negative behavior. And so for me, as a Christian, I don't think leadership is an option. And so it challenges me, and that's why when you say is that a core principle for me, it is because that means I always got to, I always want to be growing. I always want to be um, building up my influence, building up who I am as a Christian. Because if I want to say follow me as I follow Christ, I want to make sure that the follow me is healthy, and that I'm saying what I'm saying. People follow me. I have to keep growing as a leader um, because there's no other options. You're either going forward or you're going backwards in your in your growth. It's a different way of thinking about it um, when it comes to leadership because I think a lot of times people say, I'm just not a leader. It's, I just, you know, I see myself as a church goer. 
What do you say about that? What would you like? What would you tell them? Like, because if some people like even like as I remember like two years ago, I was like, I don't think I was like God called was calling me to lead. I was like, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm a several leader. And I remember in the advance like Pastor Carolyn, I was yeah. like, he's like, well, you're a leader. That's it. Like because Jesus calls us to be leaders. Like Correct. when you when you when you accept Jesus, you're Jesus followers. You know you're. He yeah. is your leader. He's leading you. Like then you, you it's it's kind of like what pretty much what you just said. Yeah. Like it's not an option. Yeah, I think people put leadership on a pedestal mm. in terms of this is how it looks. I need to be a pastor of a a large thriving church, or I need to be a leader of a ministry. I need to have this positional um, effect in leadership, or it's just I don't know. I'm just painting a picture. I mm -hmm. think most people put it at this higher level that leadership is some, you know, position they can never achieve in life. But I think we don't use the terminology lead someone to Christ on accident. Mm. What are you doing? You're leading. If it's one person, you're a leader. If, if you're called to just be you and to love people to life in Christ, what are you doing? You're leading. And so we can really only be obedient to the season that we're in and to the place that we're at. And so the minute that you say yes to Jesus and you go from being a receiver of grace to a reflector of who Jesus is to other people. I want to quote you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you're now leading. And so the question isn't, do I need to become a leader? The question is, are you just going to allow the natural process of God leading through you to grow? Because the minute that you start to reflect who Jesus is to other people, you're leading people. Your influence is leading people. You pray, you know, before you eat or whatever. You may not think that's leadership, but what you're showing people is you're influencing them. That Jesus is in my life, that you're I focus on him. And, and that's a really just mundane example, but I tried to use a mundane one on purpose. Because it's like, we have to understand that you are leading, always. You Everyone, have influence everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you have influence. Some have massive amounts of influence, some have minimal. But if someone's watching you, you have the ability to influence. And so, as a, you know, that's where I believe that everyone's called to leadership. It's just the journey now. It's saying, okay, I want to continue to grow in how I love people, how I care for people. Um... And so for me, that goes to the next core principle, which leadership is not about you. And what I mean, it's not about me, Andrew. Leadership is about the people that I'm leading. Um, and it always has to be that way. And I've said this, and so if you've ever heard me talk in any context before, you've probably heard me say this, but whenever I get in front of a room to teach, whenever I get in front of a room to share any information, whether it's a team, whether it's my life group, whether it's a, you know, a college class, whether it's my interns, I, I, I honestly say this to myself. Someone in here, someone in this room is called to do this better than I am. My job is to show them that God has called them, that God has chosen them, and to get down so they can stand on my shoulders. Okay. And I think that's a huge part of my core understanding of leadership is that the only reason I'm able to do what I do is because someone led to the point that they let, allowed me to stand on their shoulders and go further than they went. 
And so I don't want to be like the person that cuts off that that pattern of growth and leadership and, and loving Jesus and, and reaching people for the kingdom. My focus always has to be on other people as a leader. Mm-hmm. And yes, my influence will probably grow, but it's never my goal. My goal isn't so that more people look to me for... Uh, guidance and, and they prop me up. I don't need my followers to keep propping me up to a higher level of Andrew, you know. Team Pastor Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and it's, it's a mental space because I think when you do that, God does elevate you because you're now shown that you can handle it, that you're a good steward of the influence that he's given you. But I truly believe that every time that I'm meeting with people that my my calling is to to help just you just empower them, just yeah, propel I them wanna, too. And it, it, each person is then unique, so you lead people at different levels. But I always keep it. My mindset is uh, my leadership is not about me. Never has been. It's not positional. It's I want to lead them to what God has called them to. I want to show them how much God loves them. I want to show them how much they have inside of them. I want to show them as much as I can the grace of Jesus through the way that I to the way that I act towards them. I want to, you know, challenge people. I want to grow people, but all for their good. The minute it flips onto me is when you start seeing negative mm. traits start happening. You start trying to use people for what I need them for, to do my tasks versus uh, this is for your growth and for, for what God wants to do um, in you. And so um, that's, a, that's a huge another component of it. There's, a, there's another, there's a whole laundry list of other ones. I mean, you know, I say leadership is not a position. You can start leading wherever you're at right now. And I think a lot of times we, you know, if you're an employee, right, and you're not a manager, you're not a boss, you just, you know, hourly worker, maybe you serve food, maybe you, you know, make cold calls and you're just trying to sell things, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you're an Uber driver. I don't know. You know, even if no one will promote you because of your leadership influence, our job is to influence people regardless of the position that God has us in this season or your company has you in in that season. How are you influencing people? Positive attitudes, you know, speaking truth, speaking life, um, pointing people to Jesus. I just think it's not a position. It's about, it's about identity. It's about like knowing Correct. who we are in Jesus and uh, knowing that it's Correct. not about position, but it's who we are in Him. Yeah, and the last one that I'll share is this, is that um, leadership is not a part that you play. It's not something you have to act. It, you just have to be you. Okay. And I think... Now, I will say this with a little bit of a caveat. <laughs> a redeemed you that's still being saved and set free you. I mean, there's so many people that say, I'm just being me, and, like, you is not a nice person. Don't be that you. Don't be that you. Jesus seeing you. Jesus seeing you. Correct. Don't be the you that no one likes. I'm saying, what I'm saying is... is <laughs> be Jesus you. Correct. What, what I am saying, though, is that I think we look at people that lead, like the Carl Lentz's, the Stephen Furtick's, the Pastor Kent Muncy's, um, and we see them, and we think... Okay, how do they do it? What do they do? And it's good to learn and to watch and to say how, how do they behave. But um, you cannot lead based on someone else's influence. It's going to be you right? can take as much as you can from, learn from there, but be, keep it authentic. It has to be genuine to you. Genuine. 
has to be. You know, we had, you know, we've had people come into City Church that have preached in a myriad of different ways. I mean, Pastor Steve Muncy just preached on Wednesday, and he's very um, theatric, storytelling. But the truth is, is that people follow genuine. And if, if you are genuinely in love with Jesus, if you are genuinely you who loves Jesus with your whole heart, people will listen to that more than they will someone who is just telling you who Jesus is, but is trying to do it in a way that's not genuine. And, and I hope that, that you understand what I'm saying in that, and that we obviously want to be growing. We obviously want to be learning new skills. We obviously want to be looking at our weak spots and our blind spots in life and growing. Um, but we never want to do it at the mercy of our genuine, real person. We live in an era of fake everything. Everyone wants to put a persona out there of who they want to be, of who they want everyone to think they are. And I think, you know, people can get over the lack of perfection in people as long as they understand that it's the real you. Mm. It's the fake you that people have a problem with Mm. when it's the hypocrisy, right, that people Mm. have a problem with. It's not the realness that people have a problem with. So it's like I struggle with, with, I struggle with identity issues, right? I struggle, like, that people won't accept me, that people won't like me, that people won't, you know, I can be real about that sort of thing and not lose my influence on people and say, but this is where I'm going, you can still follow me. I mean, you know, I, I still deal with the same issues you deal with. I still deal with the same demons, the same thoughts, the same doubts, the same everything. But I think we sometimes try and gloss that over and believe that if we can hide that stuff, the real us, then people will follow me. Mm. It's like people don't need yeah. some fake you that's doing some fake, has some fake victory in their life. We need to see the real you that's had real victory yeah. that says, now follow me as I follow Christ. Because I've been through some real stuff and I want to show you how to walk that out. I want to show you who this Jesus is and how he set me free. And how he's loved me, how he's still setting me free, and how he's still loving me. And if you come into my world, I promise you, I'm gonna, we're going to go on this journey together. And that, that, to me, that's what I mean when I say you can't lead from a fake. You, you have to lead from the real. You has to be genuine. Has to be genuine. Now, wisdom. You know, if you if you struggle with some demon demons, maybe don't share that with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're getting free and whole. Um, not everyone can handle, you know, what you're dealing with. But I'm just saying be genuine. Yeah. No, that was powerful. I'm just, I'm just going to do probably an article about that after in my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Andrew, you're amazing. I love everything you said. And it's just, it just, you're preaching to me now, too. And that's why we're going long, because you get a preacher in a room, and <laughs> yes. you ask some questions, I'm just going to keep talking. I love it. We're just, you know, just you need to give going. me You need to give me the clock, tap <laughs> yeah. your wrist, so you know to slow down. No, it's awesome. Uh, so, um, last question. Um, what's the importance of um, accountability in leadership? Yeah, I, I mean, accountability is important in anything. Um, I mean, we're accountable, and Timothy says we're accountable to God for the people that he's entrusted us with. So there's accountability in the Bible. Um, we want to be leading. We want to be leading people with excellence. And and the truth is that there's weight to it. So as a leader, right, and, and unfortunately we've seen 
far too many cases of people that have a lot of influence, right, that have made mistakes, that have um, made, you know, that have sinned in ways that have done a lot of damage to, you know, major leaders, pastors, people. And the problem is, is that at a, as you grow in your influence, right, the ripple effect of your decisions gets stronger. And so when I was leading a life group, if I went off the rails and went crazy and I didn't, you know, no one was holding me accountable, I maybe impacted the, you know, five to ten people that were in my group. And it may have been bigger than that depending on, you know, how that works. But now when you're leading a hundred people, two hundred people, three hundred people, you know, or in pastor's cases you're leading thousands of people, the accountability is so important. And it's not because, you know, we need to get legalistic. But it is because as you grow in influence, you get on the devil's radar, and sin is real, temptation is real, and you need to be able to, you know, be accountable to, you know, the people that, that are leading you, and, and to not just Christ, but to other people to kind of help you walk out this journey. Because it's, it's too costly, it's too important, this game of saving people and helping people come to know Jesus. And so... As you grow in leadership, as you grow in influence, you know, if we're not being careful, you know, we're going to end up doing damage that, that, you know, future generations are going to have to clean up. Mm. And I just, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, accountability groups where you go sit down and everyone tells each other, you know, how they sinned in the last week. I, I mean, I do think there's a time and place for that, and mm -hmm. obviously to each their own and kind of walking that out, but I do think you need to have close people in your world that know you, know your traits, know your tendencies, know your attitude, know when you're doing well, know when you're not doing well. I have a wife who's very good at this. If, I, if my answers are shorter than they normally are when I get home, she knows there's something in there, right? And so she can keep me accountable. She's like, that's not, that's not you. Like, I don't know who's talking right now, but that's not the Andrew that, that I know. And it's like, you need people in your world that can say, hey, hey, hey. This is not you. <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? Come on, let's talk. Because it's life. And it comes with, like, also having, uh, uh, I believe, having, uh, for example, in men, in, in men, in, in leadership in men, uh, yeah. in guys, um, I believe it's so important to have, like, a core of people. Uh, uh, like, maybe it could be two, like, the, I was talking to, uh, I interview. um, um, Alec Bivir at one time and he said like it doesn't have to be 10 men but two or three just to you know you can share with you can pray for you you can you know you can build each other so um, just adding that into what you said yeah and it doesn't have to get weird so I think a lot of people hear that and they're like well what 10 men it's like I don't want to get in a random small group and just start sharing my you know my struggles and so I think it has to begin by being in a relationship with people first and so I have to be invested in relationships so that when I go and I, I meet with these guys, it's not like I know that they have my best interest at heart, that they want to see what's best for me, that it's not a legalistic, all right, let's beat each other up because you sinned. It's a, you know, brother, I, I understand. You know, I understand that, you know, you're struggling. I understand temptation. I, I understand that, you know, let's walk this out together. And so I think... It gets a bad rap because I've been in groups like that mm -hmm. where it's like, 
someone gets vulnerable mm-hmm. and then it's like yeah that's the weird guy that struggles with all of this stuff because it's not safe and it's not protective so when you say two or three yes I think the numbers arbitrary I think it's just are you like... doing life together with people that really believe the best in you mm. and, and it comes all the way back to leadership who are you choosing to allow lead you mm. who are because, you up correct because if, if I'm trusting you to lead me I'm trusting you to, to guide me I'm trusting you to, to be able to walk this out with me now I'm not going to share all that with my some of that with my leader I'm going to share with peers people that are walking this journey out with me but um, you, you need to be in a relationship with people you can trust to be able to, to navigate you know um, and thank God, you know, we, I've never had to deal with like, we're having trouble in our marriage or anything like that. But let's say at some point in time, we hit a bump in the road. I need to have people that I can go to and I can talk to about that. Um, I know that I've had trouble in my journey in leadership where it's like, I feel like I'm, you know, struggling. I feel like I'm failing and you need someone that can, that can both speak life into you as accountability, right? Because if part of accountability is just keeping you on the path yeah. to where God wants you to go, yeah. and I want to jump off, and I need someone to say, what are you talking about? You're doing great. Because I'll jump on my own back and beat myself up, mm. and like, you're not doing enough. Mm. You're failing. And I need accountability to pick me up and keep me moving forward, just as much as I need accountability to say, hey, this is a blind spot. Like, you were really rude to that person. Did you understand that how you spoke to them was not, that's not healthy. Mm. You, you need correction just as much as you need accountability to, to spur you on. That's good. And so you need accountability on both sides in leadership. Uh, hopefully more on the spurring you on than on the correction. But we all know correction is, uh, is good in season. Yes. So. Wow, no, that's, um, I agree with everything you said, Pastor Andrew. Good. Nothing, nothing, nothing else. We don't need to be getting an argument right now. <laughs> um, uh, Pastor Andrew, um, before we go, um, would you mind just sharing uh, where can they find you besides City Church? <laughs> and like, where can they, you know, um, yeah, reach you? Um, yeah, just tell us, you know, social uh, media, yeah. website, you know, address. I'm no, just kidding, but <laughs> just. <laughs> No website. Um, I'm at City Church. Uh, my Instagram is just at Malik Andrew. If you really want to see me and three boys doing crazy things all the time, uh, I write a blog every once in a while. The link's on my Instagram. Um, I haven't written in like a month intentionally. So, uh, for so he's coming back. He's coming it, back with It five. will come back. I took a break for a month because I just needed to spend some time with my family and not think all the time about writing and doing so um, I do have a blog on there but other than that I mean pretty accessible I'm right here in City Church City Church Chicago I'm a, I'm a dad and a pastor and that pretty much are the two hats that I get to wear when you have three kids so no amazing um, Pastor Andrew thank you so much for being here with us today um, and guys um, if you have any more questions or uh, if you want to um, just ask Pastor Andrew uh, some uh, other things about leadership just you know uh, make a comment leave your comments review us and uh, yeah uh, share it with uh, with your friends um, I love to hear about you I love to hear from you guys and yeah um, this has been so far uh, one of the most exciting conversations about leadership and I can't I can't wait to uh, to 
to unfold other chapters and other uh, amazing guests. And uh, But yeah, uh, thank you so much guys for listening and I'll see you next week.